You know what time it is. Yeah. All right. Here we go. God is good, <laughs> but we are not. But God is so good. Yes. I can't remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> that he sent his son to die for oh, us. I, I know that part. I just can't remember everything you say. I mean, you say a lot of things in that, and it's all really, really good. Correct. It is. It's fantastic. I love our, our original intro, but sometimes it's nice to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. And just let people know, hey, we we are, uh, this is always live. We are real true. people. We Let's are talking real. about real stuff. Mm-hmm. Really following Jesus. Life. Really drinking coffee. Love. And all the above. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. You know, that's how we do it. That here. is how we do it. So, yeah. we are excited that you are here with us on this is the Bad Apples Podcast. <laughs> I got it. Here we go. Oh, you're joking me. It's not even time yet. It's not yeah, even time yet. I know. No. But it is for me. It's it's time in my heart. Well, we are glad that you're with us, whether you are driving in the car, you're sitting in the office doing mm-hmm. work. Do yeah. people listen to podcasts in the office? I, You know, I think so. I think it depends on what you do. But. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I unfortunately can't listen to podcasts at work unless I have a work day and then there's no students around. But oh, that would be, yeah. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, like, have you noticed? This is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Total tangent and kind of a grumpy old man thing. Ooh, is that yeah. okay at the top of the episode? I actually love that. I wish our whole episode would be <laughs> grumpy, grumpy old, old man. <laughs> Dude, have you noticed how many people, how many workers mm-hmm. just have an earbud in all the yeah, time. A lot. All the time. I go into Dollar General. It's like, hey, man, yeah, here's your stuff. You know? And they've got an earbud in yep. the whole time. And the yep. manager's right there. And it's not just there. It's if you're at a fast food restaurant. Now, yep. like, I've not been to a real fancy place that does that. But out and out about, if you're at Target or Walmart or something, all them people have got an earbud in. And I get it. You know, I've, I've worked retail before. It is not a glamorous job. Sure, sure. But there ain't no way. Yeah. No way I would have got away with that. No way, man. In 2010, yeah. I wouldn't have got away with that. Funny story. As we're transitioning into the grumpy apples. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, just watched a TikTok the other day of someone getting fired at Starbucks for wearing uh, earbuds all day, all the time, after like three times of them telling them not to wear earbuds. Yeah. And she was really like losing her mind. Yeah. Like coming off of this, like, you know, entitled, like, sure. how, can, how dare you tell me I can't wear earbuds? Right. You know, but that, it's yeah. my life. Let me live it. Right. Who made you the boss of me? Yeah. What? Well, I, <laughs> um, I am your boss. Yeah. I'm the, bo- the literal boss of you. <laughs> Quite literally. I think, I think this is another podcast for another time. I think that we mm-hmm. have a serious authority problem. Oh my gosh. In our world. You a are, serious authority problem. I mean, I can't even, um, I can't even begin to tell you how I can agree with that just from a school perspective. And, and I'm not Mr. Rule Follower. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, I, you know, I hate dumb things, like things that don't make sense logically. I get it. You know, if you're yeah. one of the people that, like, if there is a rule or a policy or something, you're like, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah. I'm one of them people that are, are on that side of, yeah, I don't like dumb policy. But I also know that I'm not the boss. Amen. I'm just not. I'm just not. Yeah. And so somebody else is in charge of me. And, like, and if they tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. Right, man. Like, right. It's a weird world. It's a weird world. It's a mad, mad world. Yeah. Anyway, but um, God is good. Yes, He is, and we are not. <laughs> he is so good <laughs> that we're going to continue our show. Um, but yeah, we're oh, we're man. glad that you're back with us. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. here at the top of the episode, I want you to know what we're doing. We've been talking about prayer. We're going to continue our conversation about prayer. That's going to be mm. later on in the episode. Keep on keeping we've, on. We've been talking about this acronym of prayer or mm-hmm. pray, P R A Y. Yep. Um, pause. Rejoice always. Today we're on ask, mm. and then next week or next time, whenever it is that we get around to another podcast, it's going to be yield. Ooh. That one. That one <laughs> might have to be a two. Two episode thing. I agree because there's so much there. Yes, uh, and and today's is going to be good too. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm pumped about it. But we got to give the people what they want. Mm, I know what they want, and it is right here in this cup. In our cheers cups. it up. Oh Woo! yeah, there it Woo! is. That actually sounded pretty good. It did. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is good coffee. It's uh, really good coffee, I, dude. I snuck a sip before we started. Oh, man, it's oh, good. Oh, man. Well, let me, you know, you know what I'm about to do. I'm about to build this up. All right. I'm yeah. about to build this up like we're sponsored you, you by got, it. You got something, you got some sort of backing music that you can have when you tell your story? Oh, man, I wish I did. I wish I need some, like, you know, Western type of music <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, if you're a fan of Yellowstone, mm. even if you're not a fan of Yellowstone, okay. this is some good coffee to sure. have. Yeah. Uh, it's called Free Rain Coffee. It is uh, founded by. Free. The guy who plays Rip Wheeler, which is Cole Hauser, um, he has founded this company, and man, they've got some cool. They've got some really good, like brand, they know what they're doing. The branding is amazing, right? yeah. And the coffee, I thought, you know, it's going to be coffee, but I have been extremely impressed by the two, the two that I've tried. Yeah, that's good. I tried American Dirt, which was the dark roast, and I'm telling you, it was black as American Dirt. Okay. Oh man, and. Then I, this is the Homesteader, and this is just their medium roast. Yeah, it's, and it blends, all blends. Yes. And they're yes. good. They're, they're good just, drinking coffee. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. You want to have breakfast with this coffee. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Like, it reminds me of, oh, man. Like, it, it honestly, it reminds me a lot of the Black Rifle pod, or podcast. Yes. <laughs> Black Rifle coffees. I agree. Uh, where, you know, it's, it's just good. It's not fancy. It's, just it's not, there's not like a... Real distinct taste. Yep. Just like, coffee. It just tastes like coffee. Yep. This is the way that coffee feels like coffee should taste. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now. And I mean, on my cup, man, we got he's it. riding a dang buffalo. Yeah. I think that they've got something figured out here because I don't know if you noticed this, but more and more celebrities mm-hmm. have a something. Yes. Whether it's an alcohol. Yes. Or a coffee. They're figuring something out. Or a something. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like some dude... Like who has his own coffee? Mm-hmm. Was like, like he was probably talking with his buddy like this. He's yeah. Like, hey man, I got a cousin who once went on a date with a buddy of Cole Hauser's. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you ought to do is get him to put his name on this. And boom, <laughs> you're gonna make some money. And sure enough, he called up Cole Hauser and he's like, "Dude, we're gonna put some guys on on Buffaloes. Yeah. We got a good. We got a good name. Yeah. Free reign. Cowboy hats. So we need somebody who's a rough and tough cowboy. Yeah. To be that guy. And and Cole, Cole Hauser. Yeah. Cole Hauser's like. Yeah, I'll hey, do it. I'm Rip Wheeler, and now he's really adopted this lifestyle in in real life. You of know? being a cowboy. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, according to what we see. Sure. But you well, know. you got to get into character for sure. Speaking of that, like I'm I'm all over the place tonight. I'm sorry, but I like, love it. The have you ever looked at Shia LaBeouf when he goes into a role? Yeah. Dude. I wonder how many actors like deep dive like that. I, I got to believe it's not very many because. It, I think it is like a select few. Oh, so it's man. called method acting. Yes. Yeah, man. And uh, He was a Christian for like five minutes because one yeah. of his roles were a Christian. Yeah. You know. I do still love his podcast about him opening up and being transparent the, about the craziness of his life. but. On the real ones? Yeah. I subscribe to the real ones, but I, I, I got to be honest with you. I haven't listened to a full episode. I haven't listened oh, to, like. It's crazy. I think his is the one I've listened to the most of, and yeah. I, I gave it up after, like. where I, What I really like about the real ones is not really the celebrities. It's the guys he brings on that no one's really heard of. Sure. And the guys who are snipers, the guys who are telling yeah. stories about being in the. He's got one guy that, like, tried to kill himself and then had this really deep encounter with God. And, like, it, it was a, an amazing story. He had one of the hell, the the Christian dude that's a was a hell's hell's, hell's angel, angel yeah there, right yeah then he had the the DEA agent who went undercover with the hell's angels and busted them yeah man he's got some good he's got those guys are the ones that that are interesting to they talk got some to. they got some good stories yeah yeah so well anyway this coffee's good Cole Hauser whether you actually know anything about coffee or not yeah man. You picked a good brand. He slap did. Slap your name on. He did. I, I like and this. Cody I like bought the branding. It. Hook, I, line, and sinker. I bought it, man. He's going to be getting it every month. I'll tell you what, every time I take a sip of this coffee, I feel like I got my spurs on. Yeah. Riding down the road on my horse. And, <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, good yeah. coffee. Yeah. Good times. And, uh, you know, you told me, like, and this is a big step here, folks. Ooh. Cody got a hold of me today, and he's like, hey, I've got a game, and I fully expected it to be a Christmas game. Mm. Mm. Fully expected it to be a Christmas game. Because, um, I don't know, 
and and more and more people are adopting your your methodology of Christmas. Yes, like there's all kinds of wackadoos out there who <laughs> like who are decorating their houses. I yeah, was I driving. I was driving around in our neighborhood mm-hmm. at night. People got the whole house yeah, done. Yeah. First week of November. Absolutely. I mean, I get it. If you're going to go through all of that work, because yeah. these are two-story houses, they spend a lot of time and money doing that. They actually probably paid somebody to do it. Yeah. But, like, it's a lot of effort. Mm, it is. To only have it up for 25-ish days. But, That's right, yeah. Man, you're going to celebrate Christmas for 50, 60 days. This is pre-Advent, bro. 50, 60 days. <laughs> We're in the pre advent We're anticipating the anticipation of Advent. Yeah, man. This is, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. For like, well, especially, yeah. If you consider, like, if you look back, we, we talked a lot about Christmas Carol last year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, Christmas wasn't a big deal to yeah. people. Yeah. Like, it was, it was weird that there was a Christmas book. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just not that big a deal when, when Charles Dickens wrote that, that book. Right. Like, Christmas was kind of like, oh, you know, it's a holiday. Yeah. You know? But, Anyhow, of but you don't have a Christmas game. I don't, man. It's I have a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game. Thanksgiving uh, ranking. We did this for Halloween, but then it got weirdly cut off. So I was like, you know, we, yeah. we, need, to, we need to transition this into either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But here's what's awesome. Now, you're going to be super proud of me. Okay? Super proud of me. I'm already proud of you. I've, all I've been doing is thinking about Thanksgiving lately. Okay? That's right. Today, when we're recording this, not when they're hearing this, two weeks until Thanksgiving. Oh. And I went goodness. out to Bob Evans today. Oh, yes, you did. And I got me a Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I can't believe I haven't been going to Oh, it was so good. Now, bro. I'm a Cracker Barrel guy for my, uh, my me, Thanksgiving yeah, me too. rehearsal dinner. I love <laughs> so it, man. I gotta see it. This is practice. It's so Weird. good, dude. Yeah, I'll take some some turkey and some little bit of cranberry sauce and the stuffing and the all oh, turkey man. and some mistletoe. Dude, I didn't I didn't eat dinner tonight, so mm, now you're hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry, dude. It was so good. And after this coffee, I'm gonna be up long enough. I wonder if Bob Evans stays open late. Probably they not. Keep running. Oh, yeah, that's right. They work with old folk. Yeah. Anyway, I was kind of depressed when I walked in there. Five o'clock. Well, it was a little bit before five. No one was there. I was like. Ouch. You think you're depressed? Imagine the guy that owns the place. I know, Ooh. right? <laughs> All right. All right. So, I have this definitive, scientific, so they say, research-based ranking. Did you use ChatGPT? I did not. Should have. Okay. Should have. Of the top Thanksgiving sides. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. So this is the top eight. All right. This okay. is rated from best to last or okay. from yeah, or some best to worst. Okay. okay. And they they base it on taste over time, how well something tastes over time, uh, because you know you're waiting on the turkey. Mm. They they base it on availability over time, all these surveys, how much it's how much is left over over time. And then they base it over on leftover theory. Which ones do you want to send home with people and which ones do you want to keep in your refrigerator? So they do all these surveys. They compile this, like, scientific list. Okay? Is there, like, a definitive list? Yeah, definitive okay. list. Well, I don't have to, like, be able to, like, piece out this list, right? No, it's just top okay. eight. Okay. Right. Top eight? Top eight. So I'm going to ask you, what do you think is are we, number one? Are we doing, like, Family Feud style? Like, sure. to yeah. where I yeah. get three strikes? And yes. so if I get one, though, if, like, so one of them is going to be mashed potatoes. Number one yeah. is mashed potatoes. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Number right. one. Number one mashed potatoes. Number one side is absolutely mashed potatoes. All right. Here's the other thing. I, I don't think this is number two. I'm, I'm going to try to go. I'm going to try to go in order. Okay, okay. I know, I know that stuffing made the list, but I don't think it's probably number two. Okay. I, I'm going to go with number two is probably the rolls. Number two is stuffing. Oh, dang it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I was close. I, I know that. I knew stuffing would be on there. I still yeah. have any strikes. Yeah. Zero strikes. Zero are rolls strikes. on there? Rolls are on there. Okay. So you got, you Where are they got at? two there. Where are they at? Rolls are number four. Number four. Okay. All right. Yep. Number three. Number three is, to me, Oh, no, no. I got it. Don't, don't tell me. Don't it's tell subjective. me. Don't, I know it. I know what it is. Okay. There are a bunch of people out there that believe mac and cheese. It's is, mac and cheese. I, yeah, I knew it. Number I three. You know, um, our friend uh, Paul Bill Jr. Paul Bill if Jr. He's yep. listening to this. PJ yeah. is a big time mac and cheese believer. I thought about it's him like as soon as I the saw number this. Number one thing he wants at any kind of whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I I don't know if I've ever had mac and cheese at Thanksgiving though. 
Yeah, maybe. maybe. This year. This is the year, man. Okay. You come to Thanksgiving. Yeah. This year, it's at my mother-in-law's house. So. Oh, wow. Cool. So, anyway. All right. Um, You can bring mac and cheese. Or I'll bring mac and cheese. You so, just invite right, me? So, yeah, you, you're always invited. You've oh, not cool. you've not missed Thanksgiving for the last three years. Dude, that's what's up, Two man. years. Three, I don't know. It's been, it feels like a lot of this years. This will be the third, right? Yeah, I think so. At yeah. least. People oh, wow. expect you. No, dude, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you were expected. At that's these what I'm talking about. So, well, I bought these new Tevas for Thanksgiving, so, mm, you know, I was yeah. ready. All right, yeah. okay. so you got mashed potatoes, stuffing, mac and cheese, I, rolls. I'm going to count myself as, like, being on. on yeah, you've on, hit everyone. I've done them all. You've hit all right, everyone. So here we go. All right, we're at four through the eight. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that I'm a big cranberry sauce fan. I'm a big cranberry sauce fan. Right. I don't know that it made six because there's people out there that are big on green bean casserole, but I'm going to go with cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce comes in at number seven. Okay. Where's green bean casserole? It didn't say green bean casserole. It just said green beans. Okay. But I, I think that's kind of a – I'll give you that one. Okay, where's that at? Is ma- that number six? Number five. Five? Number five? Okay, all right. So I need to get six and eight still. I think that number eight – Oh, there's sweet potatoes. Where are the sweet potatoes at? Sweet potato casserole comes in last, bro. At eight? At eight. They ain't had my mom's sweet potato casserole, <laughs> I, man. I know. Like, dude, there is, I, I don't know what she, she has been doing this thing where she will take the sweet potatoes mm-hmm. casserole, and mm-hmm. some people like marshmallows, and some people like the, you know, the, yeah. the pecans and yeah, brown sugar yeah, and that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And so she's been taking the casserole thing and doing half and half. Mm-hmm. Or at least she used to. Now she's been doing them like, you know, they're separate. Mm-hmm. But back in the day when she did them half and half, there's this magic middle section that had both the mashed potatoes and Dude, yeah, the pecan okay. brown sugar. And if you want to believe that there is a heaven, like it exists. <laughs> it's right in the middle in of that, that fluff and stick it pecan. It exists right there. Right in so, the middle. So anyway. How that's the milk and honey, it the is. land of milk and honey, right there. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. So I got to come up with the last. Oh no, no, no. I got to come up with some, number six. Yeah. All right. Which again, to me, I've never had this for Thanksgiving. Oh man, that's a good, that's a good hint. You've never had it for Thanksgiving. No. Noodles. Nope. Are you for real? Yeah. Noodles. Okay. All right. Have you had noodles for Thanksgiving? Yeah, man. Really? People what make kind? noodles like just egg noodles. Like people make interesting. Egg like you know, like like chicken noodles, but you put the turkey in with the chicken noodles. Wow, man! Yeah, wow, that's, that's different. Stuff. Okay, um, I feel like we've had it at our house the last couple of years. Anyhow, um, I'd say I'd say probably the orange fluff. Nope. You're talking about yams? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. no. That was a wasted guess. There ain't oh, no way the orange fluff was going to make it. Yams, wait, yams are sweet potatoes. But we're talking about sides. Sides, not so, desserts. So, okay. All right. I think I'm going to go with corn casserole. What is it? What's the la- what is the last one? The last one is Brussels sprouts. Oh, Hey, I was never gonna get that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I would never that. have guessed Brussels sprouts. Man, seven for eight ain't bad. No, that's great. Family Feud style. I'd be doing all right. I was really. I'm impressed with you. Wait a minute. Isn't Family Feud if you get one wrong, you lose it all? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Mm, sorry, family. no, no. You get three strikes. I know, the, but the three X's come up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you if you get your three X's, then they oh. get a chance to steal. Hmm, yeah, they, I don't know. And if they get the last one, they get one guess to get the last one. Oh yeah, then, that's right. You know, they can like double the points or whatever. I don't really remember. That's right. how it works. Steve Harvey, West Virginia guy. Are you for real? He's from Welch, West Virginia. I feel like it's a curriculum <laughs> in the school. <laughs> and it's not just a curriculum in the school. There's an email list. So what somebody makes it big. <laughs> hey everybody, just so you know, Cody Dickerson has a podcast. <laughs> He's not quite famous or really famous at all, but he's on his way. So just watch him. NBA Jam rules. He's heating up. You know, that's boom shakalaka. Yeah, yeah. Wait, man. We like. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. You got to count them when you get them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't sure. have very, we don't have very many. So I feel like I feel like it's like the Hanukkah song. You know, where Adam Sandler is singing about all these famous Jewish people. You say he was with West Virginia. Yeah, I, well, I was. I went over to the friends' houses the other day. We were having some Bible study, and like they said. 
said something. I was like, oh, West Virginia guy. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, really? Like, And they're like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm from West Virginia, by the way. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that since no one knows mm. anything about where anybody's from. Right. They can't correct you. No, they don't. You'd be like, oh, Taylor Swift, West Virginia girl. Yeah. Well, maybe Taylor Swift's too high profile. Yeah, but you for can, sure. You can get away with somebody else. Yeah. Toby Mac's grandpa was a coal miner in West Virginia. <laughs> you could have gone with Toby Mac was from West Virginia. I would have believed you. So, I mean, that's what he said at a concert once. What? That he's got a gra- he's got a grandpa from West uh, Virginia. Jo- oh, you were at that. You were, and, and I was then, at the concert. And then everybody like in at the concert was like, <laughs> "You're one of us." Yeah, exactly. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway. man! I, when they said when uh, when God said He created light, He put the first of the coal miners in the ground. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Because coal keeps the light on, man. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, somebody out there got that listening to me. I, I, I bet so. There's some there's some West Virginia folks that listen to us. You're yeah. right. Yeah, there's people. That's there's people that understand you. You're correct. So we promised the people that we would get to something serious. Yes, amen. And not just seriously hating on people from West Virginia. Yeah, man. But uh, sad. Anyway, um, but first though, we got the pour over. We yeah. If you're if you're a listener, you've been checking out the pour over, and again, we're not talking about coffee; we're talking about news. Yeah. If you've been checking it out, we're glad that you've been doing that. Hopefully, it's been blessing you. If it has been, drop a comment or something in on, uh, probably not like on this, on your review. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we, we should, should tell people to do. Yeah. Hey, you should you should review our podcast. Absolutely, and, please and review rate it. it. You know. Yeah. Some someone said that these guys are genuine. Love them. I don't know really? who it is, but I love it. Dude, if that's if that's you, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. We should probably have review story time. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. That'd Until be fun. we get a bad one. Yeah, but then that would be even funner to do the bad reviews, <laughs> the bad comments. It's like mean tweets. <laughs> Someone did leave us a one star. So, oh, are you for real? <laughs> yeah, a one it, it star. It took our five star rating down to like four point four. Dude, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're that person who left a one star review. Thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. To, like, you must really dislike us. Bless to you. Be, to take the time to go out and be like, no. Bless you anyway. No one should ever listen to this. Yeah. Like, it was probably my mom that. accidentally doing it. No. Or like, they, they <laughs> are. She didn't mean to. They are number one. Um, anyway. So. Yeah. Pour yeah. over. Yeah. Pour over. Uh, let's hear about it. All right. You ever feel like you need more from your news sources? Do you ever feel like you struggle to see the Christian perspective when reading the news? Don't doom scroll through biased and toxic news sources anymore. We have a solution. A group of Christian millennials think they've fixed the news. It's called the pour over and it has two goals. Keep its readers informed about world events and keep its readers focused on Christ. That means providing politically neutral coverage of events and pairing it with brief biblical reminders. Go to thepourover.org and subscribe with just one click. Also, listen to The Pour Over today on all podcast platforms. Not conservative, not liberal, just Christian. Check out The Pour Over. Well, we didn't have a podcast last week. Yeah. Uh, because I was actually on fall retreat with our high school kids. Yeah, man. And um, what I've been doing is I've been kind of double dipping. You know, where We've been talking about how to pray here. Mm-hmm. I've been reading and studying and trying to use how to pray in my own life, in my own like devotional life. Yeah. So then I took it and I took it to fall retreat. And that's what we talked about with the high school kids is we awesome. just unpacked uh, the P-R-A-Y. We expanded it big time. So we okay. talked about pausing. We challenged them to give us their phones. Now, mm-hmm. the, the cool thing about this, so we had 27 high school kids. They all gave them up. Man. And part of it's because there's zero reception where we're at. Like, none <laughs> right, at all. Right, right. And so they were like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get to talk to anybody anyhow. Yeah. So they gave them up. But also, like, their attitudes were super positive mm. through the whole thing. They, mm. they really wanted the camera, um, but they were they were glad to be with each other. And so sure. that, was, that was a cool thing. But we pressed pause yeah. on the technology side of things. Yeah. Um, wow. And then uh, we we dug into this framework of prayer, and they, they followed through. With the um, the P R A Y method, mm-hmm. they worked through how do we deal with unanswered prayer. Like there's just a lot of really good things 
and and the kids loved it. Man, that's and awesome. It was really good. It was really good. So, um, but we we've been going through it with y'all, and we hope it's been a, a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're talking about asking, which is you know if if you're an an amateur prayer person, you're probably pretty good at the asking piece of this. Sure. Um, so even if you're somebody who doesn't pray, if you would say I'm just don't pray very often. When you do pray, it's probably with an asking posture. Absolutely. It might be because you're at the end of yourself and you can't, like, I can't do anything about this situation, so I need to call on something uh, or someone higher than Mm -hmm. me to remedy this situation for me or for someone else. Yeah. Asking is is what kind of comes naturally to us. One of the things that I I can't remember if it's this book or another book or a podcast or what it was, but Mm -hmm. they talked about how most people pray. And and most people aren't Christians. Like. Or most people are Christians, but like not more people pray than are Christians. Let me, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know Very what the, the figures are, but there's and it's not just um, it's not just people of other religions praying mm-hmm. to their their own gods or whatever. It's even people that are like agnostic, mm-hmm. atheists. Maybe they don't really believe in a higher power. Yeah, but. They still will pray, whether it's to the universe or something. To yeah. something like, and so like prayer is something that is wired into us. But usually, that thing that's wired into us is I'm at the end of myself. Mm-hmm. I need help. Yeah, and I need I need I need some other thing to help me in my situation. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have been waiting for the part of this where prayer gets easier, <laughs> we're there, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk about two different kinds of asking. The first one is petition, and the next one is intercession. Mm-hmm. So, um, Cody, like, what? How would you describe the difference between petition and intercession? Oh my gosh! I mean, I would imagine petition is you're asking for yourself, yeah, and intercession is you're literally praying on behalf of someone else. Sure. You're standing in the gap is, yeah. is the old old religious term they used to say. I'm going to stand in the gap yep. for you. Yep. And that's intercessory prayer. And um, so, yeah, that's how I would describe it in a in a nutshell. All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot again. Okay, do it. All right. So in your own prayers, mm-hmm. do you find petition or intercession to come easier to you? Oh, man. This uh, for sure asking for myself comes easier. Oh, really? Okay. Um, because, and I struggled with, with reading this book during this time because I feel like intercession is something I struggle with. Oh, really? Yes, yes, yes. If I'm being transparent, laying it all out there for the podcast, intercession is something I really struggle with. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually great news because I I struggle with petition. petition? Oh, and I'm, I'm really... In, <laughs> And I, you know, I'll give you kind of my self analysis of, of why that is. Mm-hmm. And so if you're somebody who you're listening and you're like asking for yourself petition yeah, is really difficult. Mm-hmm. You're in my camp. Like that's where you have the, the harder time. Uh, if intercession is really difficult, asking on behalf of somebody else, standing mm-hmm. in the gap, doing whatever you're kind of in Cody's camp and we'll, yeah. we'll, I'll let you, I'm going to give you my time yeah. while I'm explaining why I am the way I am for you to come up with why you are the way you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, for me, it is so much harder mm-hmm. for me to actually sit down and deal with my junk. To mm. be God, this is what I require of you for myself. Mm. And some of that is pride because I believe that like I can take control of my situation. Sure. And so like, God, I'm glad that you're there, but I got this. I got this. I can handle it, and I don't need your help with this. So mm. sometimes it's pride that creeps in, and so I'm not in a posture of, you know, petition. But I will ask on on behalf of somebody else because I don't think Cody can do it. Yeah. You know, like, he needs your help, Lord, because he's weak. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but, like, where, but you, it's easier to ask on behalf of somebody else because it's like um, it, you don't have to – you, you can empathize with them yeah. rather than have to deal with what's going on with you. It's much harder for me, at least, to say, God, I'm at the end of my rope. Mm. Like, I am. I need you. Yeah. Like, it's only by your power that that I'm going to get through this or or mm. that this is going to make any difference or whatever that thing is. And, and a lot of it, like I said, I think some of it's pride. I think some of it, too, is just 
it's uncomfortable to sit in your needs. Sure. And like to actually say, God, this is what I need from you. Mm. This is what I need of you. Now, it's easy to ask for um, for flippant things on right. your own behalf. Like, God, I'd really like a nice sunny day today. <laughs> yeah. Really like it. Yeah. You know, like, th- th- but that's that, easy. That's easy. That's it. That's an easy thing. Very. To ask, ask for the small little flippant things. And, right. And, uh, and so what I'm talking about is, isn't that. Much deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, God, I really need a parking spot. Mm-hmm. Really need a parking spot. Not in the back. Not in the back. It's raining. I want to, I want the one up close. Yeah. Like that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Searching the heart. Yep. It's yeah. where, it's where you dig in and it's like, this is what I need help with. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've talked, I'm sure I've talked about him before, but my friend Rob Peterson texts me every Monday mm-hmm. and he asks how you can pray for me. Wow. And there are some times where I don't get to it because I'm busy or I didn't look at my phone, but there's some times where like, I don't get to it till later because it just takes me that long yeah. to figure out what it is that I need prayer for. Yeah. Um, and mm. cause I don't want to give him, I don't want to give him something that's half hearted. Sure. You know, and there's, there's things that I've, I've given him before that are, they feel half hearted. They're just like, you know, Rob, I don't have the energy right now. <laughs> I don't have the energy right now to search my heart and figure out what it is that God's doing in me or through me or like what, what it is that I need from him. Yeah. Um, because that takes work and it takes time. Yeah, it does. And it requires that the pausing, mm-hmm. and sometimes it it requires like a a posture of gratitude of mm-hmm. seeing like this is where God is faithful, mm-hmm. and, and this is where He's been faithful, and this is and and this is what I need from Him. Yeah, to um, either further concrete that faithfulness mm-hmm. um, that I I believe is there or whatever it is, like um, yeah, it just it it just doesn't come naturally. Yeah, to me. Um, and it, it stems from a lot of different things and maybe you listener, um, you can relate to that. Like that, that situation of trying to figure out, trying to figure out what is it, what is it that I actually need from God? Mm. And is it appropriate for me to ask for that? And how much of this is my responsibility and all those things. So there's a lot that goes into it, but anyway, that's, that's that in a nutshell. Wow. But for you, man. I feel like I feel like we're completely flip flopped. Oh, that's wonderful. It is really that wonderful. Very rarely happens. Yeah, so it, it is really wonderful. Lean into it. Um, for me, <clears throat> um, you know, growing up um, in the you know in the charismatic church, the you know the really spiritual aspect of it a lot. I, I heard a lot of intercession. Okay, inter- intercessory, you know, standing in a gap for somebody. I heard a lot of that, and I, I always kind of, um, you know, I, I deal with. I'm, I probably talked about this at some point before. I deal with a lot of insecurity, mm. so a lot of times, the reason I struggle so much with insecurity or intercession is an insecurity that I'm such a mess mm. in my personal life. And after I finished praying all this stuff that I need, because I'm the one that's sitting there and saying, God, I need you because I'm, I'm struggling with this. I'm sure. struggling with this. I'm, I'm, um, I feel very insecure that I'm able to stand in the gap for anyone. Mm. And also it's kind of like this almost fear of, okay, God, I'm going to stand in the gap for someone, but, are you, are you going to hear my prayers? And if they ask me, if they ask <laughs> yeah, me to right. pray, like, and they know that I'm praying for them and their prayers don't get answered, is it going to all come back on me or mm-hmm. you or, you know, what's going to happen sure. here? So there's that, that aspect of it, um, <clears throat> that I struggle with. And like, sometimes I just don't, I know what to say when I'm talking when I'm, when I'm in petition and I'm, when I'm asking all the stuff that I need, cause I yeah. know what I'm, what I'm dealing with, I know how to how to say it, but sometimes I just feel like I don't know what to say when I'm praying for someone else, or when I'm standing in the gap for someone else, or when I'm you know interceding on someone's behalf. I'm just like, all right, Lord bless them. I don't know, you know, and I do sure. pray for people. Like so, if you yeah. if you ask me for prayer, I'm not going to not pray for you. <laughs> but Red alert! Um, if you've been asking, if you've been yeah, counting on Cody for the prayers, you definitely got my hashtag praying on Facebook. You know, but. <laughs> But I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you somebody who has been helping me a lot, and you've mentioned him on the podcast before. It's Patrick Groff. Oh yeah, and um, he has been. We have just been kind of going back and forth. Hey, well, how can I pray for you? 
And he's really been teaching me to center in on what I can ask for prayer about. And yep. actually, and when he, when he comes back and says, okay, pray for me on this, I, I go immediately and I pray for him on that. So it's kind of really been helping me get a little bit of uh, repetition and just, you know, sure. um, help with that. Because reading this book, I was, I was really convicted, like, man, this is hitting me hard. Like I really need to, and it just came out of nowhere because, you know, um, I don't feel like intercession is one of those things that you hear a, a super lot about. Sure. And when I, when I come to this part of the book, I was like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. You know? Well, and, but intercession sometimes gets a, it's a, it can have some weird connotations. It can. Exactly. You know? Um, because there's like, yeah, I, I mean, there's just mm-hmm. some practice things that go along with intercession that might be a little bit outside of people's comfort zone. Exactly. But praying for people is something is, that we can do for one another. Yeah. And um, so if I can, like, speak to you and mm-hmm. anybody who feels like you with mm-hmm. the petition thing, there's something you, you caught on to, and which is beautiful because it is the heart of our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like your prayers don't count for less because you don't have it figured out. That's right. The prayers actually aren't dependent on your holiness. Come on, man. Which is great. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's yeah. all about Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, when when we, like, because when you petition for somebody else, when you intercede for someone else, mm-hmm. you're interceding in Jesus' name, not in man. Cody Dickerson's name. Man. You know, like, on. you know, you're, you're bringing the name of Jesus. You're invoking the name of the king. Yeah. Yeah. And saying, on behalf of, of G, like with the authority of Jesus, I'm praying on behalf of this person that I care about. That's beautiful, and and that's like, and it, it frees you up because you know what, you might be a wreck, you yeah. that habitual sin, you might have fallen back into it. Mm. You know mm. what, whatever it is that you're carrying, yeah, you you still, are, but it doesn't mean that God doesn't listen to you because yeah. you you wow. haven't got it all figured out. The thing I love about this book. The how to pray thing and the way that that whole framework works is we're we're pushed into mm. the prayers that G or the way that Jesus teaches us to pray. Yeah, one of my favorite things that Jesus teaches us about prayer mm. is the sinful man versus the Pharisee. Absolutely, and the man that's like, "Whoa, is me." Yeah, God, I need you. Yeah, because I am a sinner. Yeah, you know, and I just I just need you. And the Pharisee is using big words and big elaborate things. And, you know, which one went home justified before God? Man. You know? That's beautiful. And so I think that if you are somebody who, who I, I again, I'm picking on that one thing you said. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that people, other people feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially people that are excited about our podcast and listen to it because of the things we talk about in the intro. Right. If you're one of those people... Just know this, like your your authority with God or your um, your position with God is not dependent on your holiness. Mm-hmm. It's dependent on Christ. And so, man, it, for you to not pray for somebody because you don't have it figured out, yeah, is for you to actually work around the gospel and and totally disregard what Jesus has actually done. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, um, that's that should be a a freeing thing that like you're and and I think truly that Satan is called the accuser. Yeah. Because absolutely. what he does is that one of those lies are you aren't good enough to yeah. go to God in prayer. Right. You've got too much junk to go to God in prayer. Yeah. For yourself, but also for somebody else. I mean, right. You have the audacity. Yeah. I know what you've done, dude. I see what you've done. Absolutely, I know what you've man. thought. I know what I know the content of your heart. You have the audacity to pray for that person. You have the man. audacity to pray. For, well, God's not going to listen to you. That is a total lie, man. total lie. Man. And if we believe that, mm. just think of the separation, not just for, between us and God, mm. but then that person that has asked you to pray for them, pray yeah. on their behalf. Wow, you're creating separation there too. You know, wow, wow, with, wow. with them. So anyway, that's what. Man, hold on, you better, you better preach, bro. Nah, that's it. That's all I got. Nah, that's beautiful. So that's beautiful. I and, I, that, and I think, um, kind of piggybacking off of what you said, so much of my life, uh, looking at a spiritual, you know, from the spiritual aspect of it, has been works based, mm-hmm. and my faith has been works based. 
Yeah. My prayers have been works based. Well, well, if I don't intercede in in this way, and it doesn't, if it doesn't sound this way, and if it's not pretty and perfect and polished and wordy and sure and 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 poetic, then it's not really intercessory prayer. Yeah. And if I don't have all this, if I don't have all this, you know, um, this stuff right in my life, then I'm not really holy, and He's not really going to hear my prayers. Sure. And, it, and it's been even even to the even to the fact of just you know being real with like. Just being transparent, like if I don't if I don't pray for someone in tongues, like it's not mm. it's not even really it's not really spiritual. Yeah, and so breaking out of a lot of that box of like I have to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this has been a tremendous journey. Sure, and and you're right, man. Like just, you know, just hitting the heart of it, like Satan is an accuser, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's such a separation. Well, and and we think about some radical prayers. There's radical conversations with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think about, like, the thief on the cross. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he was praying without necessarily praying. I mean, he mm-hmm. was talking to Jesus and said, you know, like, you know, he, and he was remorseful of his sin, whatever that yeah. exchange was. Yeah. But, like, that, like, like that, it was, he was forgiven. Yeah, man. The sin was atoned for. Yeah. I mean, like, he, up until that moment, his life was bad enough. He was bad enough to die by crucifixion. Yeah. Like, yeah. He hadn't got it right. <laughs> and and Jesus not only listens to him, mm-hmm. but forgives him mm. and gives him hope. Just like that. Just boom. Wow. And so, like, if you're somebody who you've been hiding from God mm. and you're not praying because mm. you got you got baggage. Yeah. Like, you're missing it. Absolutely. Yeah, just absolutely missing it. Absolutely. Uh, because like God isn't like not that He doesn't care about your sin and He doesn't care about you and and all of that that guilt and shame that you you feel. Not that He's not calling you to repentance. I'm yeah. not saying that. Yep. But your your ability to to associate with God is not dependent on mm. your your goodness. And so come on, like, oh, that's my goodness, man. I hope y'all are X in this, <laughs> tweeting or X and whatever. But take notes, man. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> but right. for real, you're right. I mean, that's that's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and I hope that's encouraging. Um and, and and that like I said, it goes with the intercession, but it also just goes with prayer in general. Yeah, absolutely. If you, it if does. you feel like you're too bad to pray, you're not. And so <laughs> that's where you need to be. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. the place where you need to be. Sure. Um, you hear so many people and 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 it's been talked about a lot but like because it just keeps continuing to come up people people always kind of use that well you know i can't go to church Mm -hmm. i gotta get i gotta clean up my life before i go to church catch on fire if i go to church oh yeah i don't want the building to fall that's one of my that's one of my favorites it's like yeah yeah you just like yeah i get it it's a joke it's a joke people aren't actually serious but i think that there is a fear yeah all jokes contain a little bit of truth man if, if god actually deals with me yeah Right, I got a lot. I got a lot that he's gonna have to deal with, mm-hmm. you know. So, but thank God he dealt with us through his son Jesus. Yeah, right, you know? right. And I think that anything that you believe, if you believe that God is mad at you, mm. that that he's disappointed in you, mm. that you don't get his ear. Yep. If you believe any of that, you are not believing any truth of God. Mm. Like that is that is not what what we see. Yeah. From from the gospel. Yeah. The gospel is totally the opposite direction of that. Yep. And that's one of the things, too. We talked about unanswered prayer on the retreat. And one of the things that just breaks my heart when it comes to unanswered prayer is when people believe it's because of their unholiness. Oh, my gosh. That God said no. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, God said no to his own son. Dude, I've been there. Yeah. He, said, he said no to Jesus. He sure did. He sure did. He said no to Paul. Yep. Like he says no throughout yeah. scripture yeah. to people who are holy. He says no to Moses. Man. Oh, like Lord, yeah. you know, and so it don't it doesn't matter yeah. how good or bad you are. Like the, the, your unanswered prayer isn't because of your brokenness. Oh my god. You know, like and so there's yeah. It yeah. And so if that's if that's something you're carrying to put that down. Yeah. That's not yours to carry. Absolutely. And so Anyway, there's all that stuff. When it comes to praying for yourself, mm. you got any like tips and tricks on like what is it that's I, I've got something in mind, but I want to know what you think. You know, as somebody who you you feel like that 
something that comes easier to you, petition mm-hmm. versus intercession. Yeah. What are some tips that you give to somebody like me who maybe struggles with petition? Oh, man. Um, you know, I just I kind of come back to I really lean on the Psalms. And yep. I, I've really kind of adopted this. Um, I don't know if I call it a method of praying, but I pray the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a method. I guess you can say that. I just don't want it to sound too formulaic or whatever. No, it's a liturgy. Is yeah, what you're talking a liturgy. About. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I've I've really kind of adopted into lean like I've kind of leaned into like search me, know me, like you know, break me, clean me, like you know what I mean, yeah. like that type of stuff that I can list out and say, all right, all right, God, what what do I have that you can sure. search? Like what's, and I kind of just sit in that moment and and use that scripture, and I, I've really been practicing. Um, it's crazy. I've been going through the Bible again, the whole Bible, and I'm in Leviticus. And a lot of people are like, no way, I'm not reading Leviticus. This is crazy. <laughs> but, dude, I've been finding so much so much valuable yeah. uh, treasure in those scriptures. That's awesome. And at the end of each chapter, I will try to look for something that I can take away and say, all right, God, do this in me. Yeah. Like, I know you consecrate in a different way. You've consecrated us in a different way, but, Lord... Like I, I want to live consecrated for you. I want to live, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I've I've been kind of using that to try to um, funnel me into a place of praying, you know, in that way. Sure. And using that scripture. So I, I mean, that would be the first thing that would come to my mind. Is yeah. But the Psalms are just incredible to sure to lean into and, um, you know, use that for kind of like a format to pray for ourselves. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's. That is a great piece of advice, and that's something that, like, my quiet time is is that starts with scripture reading yeah. because it it helps get my brain in a space where, like, I'm ready to deal with sure. with myself and God. Sure. And the more scripture I read, you know, or um, yeah, the more the more I read, the more I meditate on scripture, the mm-hmm. better my prayers get. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that there is a grading scale for for prayer. No, I get it. Yeah, but like my prayer time, I can get sucked into that for an hour and just not even think about it um, because it's framed with scripture and it helps, it helps, man, whether it's the Psalms or the gospels or an epistle, whatever it is. And I love the epistles too. When Paul is calling out something, it's like, he's like, you are dealing with this. Oh dude. You know? And I'm like, "Mm, am I dealing with that? Yeah. The the fruits of the spirit. That's an incredible way to pray or the armor of God. That's an incredible way to pray for yourself. Love those things. No, I love and those. That, that's awesome. I love that piece of advice. I think that that's super helpful, and, and I see it taking shape in my own life. Yeah. I think the other thing, though, too, um, and this is super simple, but it's it's real and it's worth saying, is, like, you just got to be real with God. Yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but it's it's easier when you take the time to actually pause, mm-hmm. to actually, you know, gear your heart up yeah. to where you are ready to be honest with God. Yeah. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's the harder thing. It's like, where, where am I lacking? Mm. You know, where, where do I have these issues? Where do I need God's provision? Like where, how do I need to intercede on my behalf? Yeah. Um, you know, or how do I need to, to you know, how do I need to come to the King yeah. and ask him? Um, and it's important for us to, to kind of have a, um, a realistic expectation of some of our, our petitions. I sure. mean, like, I think that, again, there's this false narrative that if you are holy enough or yeah. you're deliberate enough or you are whatever enough, mm-hmm. that God will answer your prayer the way that you are asking him to answer that prayer. Yeah. And I just don't think that's true. Yeah, like, and, and there's somewhere in the in the book, I think, that it talked about un, unanswered prayer. Sure. and Well, the chapter. Yeah. But there's there's a part that says Jesus never promised that he would answer every prayer. But he, but he promised that he would answer it in God's will. Yeah, you know, it would be God's will. You know, sure. Um, yeah, and and we see that framework, you know, from from him in the Garden of Gethsemane. Too, yes, where he was praying that prayer. Yes. Um. So, like, um, I say that to say something that sounds a little bit like counterintuitive to that. It's it's this and something in the book that really hit me. Is just praying for the simple, mm-hmm. the simple needs. Yeah. Like, and he talked about praying for parking spots. Yeah. Like, is that theologically correct? <laughs> and where he landed was that if you pray for parking spots, yeah, 
I don't know that God really cares about where you park or if he needs to intercede in that way. Sure. But if you do pray for parking spots, there is a chance that you will worship God for a small piece of concrete that you just parked your car in. Right. Like that you'll be like, God, you did that. Yeah. You did that. And I'm going to give you glory for it. (laughs) And you know what? And what? And I was, I read that and I was like, well, I, that's profound. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I don't, I don't think about it that way, but I don't either. If I look at my, you know, my prayers from when I was younger and really just getting excited about following Jesus, I asked for some pretty weird things that were just like Absolutely. in those moments. Yep. And there's stuff that I'm not promised or guaranteed. Right. They're probably not like good things to ask for necessarily. I didn't ask for anything evil. Right. But God showed up in different ways in my mind. Yep. Because He answered those prayers the way I needed Him to answer them. Yeah. There, there are, um, and, and even going through rooted, like I've heard some people who have thanked God or, or talked about, you know, there's a question a lot in the weeks that say, How, "Where did you see God this week?" Mm-hmm. And some people like they they've thanked God or, or some answered prayers. And to be honest with you, I've just, I've been like, really. Yeah, but how like how they found God and how God how God has answered their prayers is completely different than how I sure. I could view it, and I mean yeah you're right like I you know I don't know necessarily about the parking space <laughs> but it's so prof- it is so profound but yeah you know and and that's what what he's getting at it it isn't that like God did that mm-hmm. but yeah he might have right and he might not have right but either way if it leads to worship. why knock it right you know exactly like now i I mean there's there's certain things that like god doesn't care about the super bowl i don't i don't think yeah so if you're if you're out there praying for the yeah if if you're out there praying for the bears it's just there's no chance it's gonna happen i mean yeah if you're praying for the raiders no chance it's gonna Mm. happen you know i don't know man we fired our coach yeah they won (laughs) one game anyway all that to say like um petition it matters and the more you ask Mm-hmm. the better you're going to get about asking. Yes. And the other thing is, and I, I know we've talked about this, but write the stuff down. Ah, man, I agree. Write it down. If there's any part of your prayers that's important to write down, yep. it's your prayer list. The things you're you're asking for yourself, your petitions and your intercessions, write them down. That's it. Because um, before that, before that um, trip last week, I went through and was just looking through my last month of, of prayer journals. Yeah. And I'm like, man. God did that. Yep. Like he answered that. And you can he see did it. this, you know, and, and I know that. And yeah. I started starring different things. I'm like, yes, dude, that is so cool. Yeah. God showed up here and he, and there's some big things that we prayed on behalf of somebody else that yeah. we like it, it had, to, God had to intervene. Right. And he did. Right. And it was cool. And we celebrated it. And it was such a big thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's some other things that I'll just never know if God actually answered them. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, when you write it down, you put yourself in a position where you can actually record when you can when he answers. Yep, and you have the ability to to actually process what you need yeah. by writing out the things that you need. Yeah, and there's some things that like I'll start writing it down. I'll be like, dude, you're not being honest. Come right? on now, yeah. And you got to go back and and fix some of that because you just weren't real yeah. with the things that you need from God. Right. Um, and so I am um, yeah. adding on to that a little bit about journaling. I, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of journaling. I want to champion it because I, I'm a writer. So I like writing anyway. But I, when I started journaling my prayers, um, one thing that it taught me to do was not only celebrate the answered prayers, but it helped me celebrate the unanswered prayers. Sure. And at times and I look back on my life and I'm looking at, you know, when I prayed this and how desperate I was and looking back and seeing it and thinking, man, at the time I wouldn't have ever thought that I would celebrate this unanswered prayer. Yeah. But kind of looking at it and thinking, wow, God, this is why, this is why you said no, or this is why this was unanswered or, you know, and looking back and learning how to, how to celebrate that as well. Yeah. It gives you this scope of, yeah. of what God is doing in your life. And it's, it's beautiful. Oh, it it's is. a narrative, bro. A hundred percent. It's beautiful. And it, yeah. It just, and, and instills a, a hope and a faith mm-hmm. in God mm-hmm. uh, and his faithfulness to say, you know, maybe he knew better than me Absolutely. in this situation. Absolutely. Um, and there, and there are some stuff and we're going to talk about it with yielding um, mm-hmm. that like, I mean, 
I'm I I know what it's like to pray for something really good, yeah, and really right. And there is no like alternative answer that was better. Mm. And God still said no. Yeah. And that sucks. It so sucks. Oh man. And and just being honest, like that's something I had this week of just, you know, mm. it just like God, I don't understand. Wow. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and and I won't understand. I'll never understand yeah. this side of heaven. Just won't. Mm. And even then, I just can't I can't fathom a way that God's gonna help me understand. Right. Um, because it's just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, why wouldn't you? Um, will be done. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, and why and how hard is that? And yeah. And, but, and why, why is this your will? Yeah. And that's right, the bigger the why. Thing. Yeah. And so, um, wow. Yeah. And we don't have that answer. Like, no. um, wow. and that's the point is that there's going to be some things that, that God says no to. And yeah, I, we're, we're not promising that if you journal, right, you're going to understand all the pathways, but no. there are going to be some things too, though, that you're going to be able, able to look back on. I was, I was convinced I was supposed to marry somebody else other oh, than, yeah, than yeah. Emily. And turns out I was wrong. Yeah. Thank God Amen, I was wrong. Dude. You know, like, Amen. Uh, I, I mean, just look at, look at the, the, the life I have now. Yeah, and, man. um, and so that's, that is so, um, that's so great to be able to look back on that and be like, you know, I didn't understand why God wasn't answering that, that prayer at that time. Yeah. And now I get it, you know, um, and you're going to have some of those, but, there's going to be others too, though. Um, I think that what what I'm con- cautious about right now and what I'm trying to get at is that there are some tips and tricks and hacks and things that you can do that are going to improve your prayer life. And we're going to talk about those. Oh, yeah. Because we believe that those things will, will better your prayer life. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be some stuff that just sucks and we don't have answers for and you won't find them either. Yeah. Like, and there's a tension of having to live between, you know, between understanding and trusting the will of God um, without fully comprehending what that will is mm. or, or why things happen the way they are. And that's really tough. Um, it is really. And so um, anyway, I, I'd say all that just to be honest and transparent with, with you guys um, that there's going to be things that you're just not going to get. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be hard. So it is going to be hard and there, we don't have answers to everything and that's just where faith comes in. Yep. And, well, and there's the, and there's the other piece though too, um, that like we can give you lots of tips and tricks and hacks and all these other things. And you mm-hmm. know, you can listen to this podcast and mm-hmm. hopefully it helps you. You can read this how to pray book and it'll probably help you more than podcast. <laughs> you know, um, you know, and all those things, but, mm-hmm. but the yeah. one thing that you can do and Patrick laid it on me at, um, at Ben and Miranda's wedding was like the thing that you can do that's going to improve your prayer life the most most is actually praying and like you actually just have to practice it you yeah. just actually have to do it and, wow um, and it's going to improve your prayer life and it's going to help you grow yeah in prayer and in that practice man so maybe we can manifest Patrick coming on the podcast talking dude, about prayer yeah our listeners aren't ready for that yeah <laughs> They are not ready yeah. for that. Yeah, we may have, have to open up a whole new series. We'd have to like pause the show at the beginning to like listen. Yeah. Here's the thing. I know that you count on some shenanigans. Yeah. This and, is the this is the yeah. And a cut and, and an occasional mm. like, nugget of wisdom. Mm. But man. Get ready for the I know line. I know with just messages, dude. Just Facebook messages. Sometimes it's just I'm like, are you serious? Like it just hits me. Like soul, my soul just is just sure. affected by what he says. Yeah, I'm like, man, Patrick's a good so, dude. He is. So if he's listening, Patrick, yeah, what's up, man? I'm pretty we sure he you. listens. Yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure. Sweet. Yeah. Well, hey, that's uh, that's about all I got on asking. I like it, man. I think it's been a great episode. Um, I think uh, Brother Garrett, <laughs> Pastor Garrett, should close us out in prayer. You know. All right. I'll, I'll pray. Father, we we celebrate this opportunity that we have to come before you, not as not as people who are just your created beings that are sent here to live out a life, but Lord, people that you've adopted as sons and daughters. 
you don't look upon us and see sinful, broken beings. You you see us as people that you love, that you care uh, care about enough to send your son to die for. Lord, remind us of your love for us, so that we come before you with our needs and the needs of others, confident that you're going to hear us, confident that that it's not about our goodness, but about the goodness of Jesus. And it's by his goodness that we get to come to you and ask you for whatever we want to ask you for. So, Father, I pray that as we look at our own hearts, the things that we need, God, that you would help us be honest with you and with ourselves as to how we need your provision. And, Lord, as we ask on behalf of one another, Father, I pray that you would use that time as a way to to encourage our hearts Encourage the hearts of the people around us. And God, that we as a community would hurt together, we would celebrate together, that we would worry together, but ultimately, Lord, that we would trust you together. And that together we would have faith in you that is growing constantly. Lord, thank you for Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen.